0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Are You Ready For Some Football right here on Movement Radio. I'm Talon Williams. I am Chip Hazard. And shout out to Roger Sierra, who could not be with us tonight, but we're praying for your brother. We hope you get back soon. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about Week 9 and Week 9 predictions. But before we get into that, as always, we're going to talk about Week 8 and the recap of that. And uh, we're going to kick it off with the Thursday nighter, Green Bay versus Arizona, a game that really came down to the wire, man. It really it was a really, really good game. Uh, Green Bay ended up pulling out the victory 24-21, to uh, a real, real close game. Um, I mean, everybody, you know, obviously, you know, they had their stat. I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't really have that. I mean, he threw two touchdowns, um, but he only threw 184 yards. Um, but A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones both, you know, did their thing. They had a combined 137, 137 yards total rushing and a touchdown by Aaron Jones. Uh, <clears throat> Aaron Jones was also their leading receiver with seven receptions and 51 yards. Um, and then they also had um, uh, Russo, um, Douglas, and Henry Black both had an interception for them. Um, and then you look on the Cardinals' side, and Kyler Murray, I can honestly say this was probably Kyler, Kyler Murray's worst game that he's played all year, 274 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Now, the running game for Arizona was definitely not, not big in terms of yards because – collectively between Chase Edmonds, Jim, James Conner, Kyler Murray, and uh, Rondell Moore. They only combined for 75 yards total, but Chase Edmonds had a touchdown. James Connor had two touchdowns in this game. Um, yeah, D hop only, you know, 66 yards total, uh, but, but he was the leading receiver, but he, only, he was only thrown to twice. He got, he caught both receptions, but he was only thrown to twice. Um, and again, like I said before, and also Rondell Moore also lost a fumble in the game as well. Uh, so, yeah. But, okay, so what, what what was your opinion of the game as a whole?
1: Um. Well. <laughs> you want to talk about that final play, don't you? That's all I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, because. Let's just put it this way. Uh the Packers jumped out to an early lead. Uh I mean like a huge early lead. And the Cardinals like just roared back uh all the way into the fourth and um had the game won. Literally had the game won. Had right. AJ Green just turned around (laughs) all he had to do was cock his head he (laughs) never looked back at the ball there was uh there was a lot of confusion going on it it really seemed I mean if you go back and you watch that play that final play it it seemed like AJ had no idea he was even getting the ball no oh. it didn't it
0: looked for me it looked like because from, from from watching the from watching it happen watching the replay it looked like he was trying to block um uh Douglas and I'm thinking to myself I'm like wait a second why is he blocking okay so you think if, okay he's blocking maybe he thinks it's a running play maybe in his mind he thought okay I'm gonna block Douglas and then Kyler can come around the side and I can block for Kyler to make to make you know a run into the end zone yeah that's not what happened. <laughs> At all, uh, he didn't even turn around, you know. Which, I mean, miscommunication does happen a lot, but man, I mean, when you're in the in the thick of it, you got to be able to be on point communication wise. And they were just not on the same page whatsoever on that last play. I don't know what happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they weren't even in the same book, let alone no. the same. They might have. They been weren't in even the same on the
0: book.
1: same shelf. No, <laughs> no they, they definitely were not on the. They, go ahead they definitely weren't on the same page they, they weren't in the same chapter for sure no so the, the
0: analogies just keep on rolling ladies and gentlemen yeah <laughs> anyway that being said though we're gonna move on from that game which was again man another thursday night classic man these thursday night games have been unbelievable this year but we move on to our halloween games and um I'm I'm not going to lie to you. This one, for me personally, was one of the biggest upsets, if not the biggest upset of the – which I, I don't know. There's one other thing on here that's that might be considered an upset, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. The Cincinnati Bengals lost to the New York Jets 34-31 to in a game that a lot of people said, oh, the Bengals are just going to roll over them. The Bengals are just going to beat their ass. Well, no, not really. They didn't. So let's just go ahead and hit them with the Bengals stats. Joe Burrow, 259 with three touchdowns and interception. Joe Mixon did not have a good game. He did have a touchdown, but he only ran for 33 yards. Uh, T. Higgins, you know, uh, four receptions, 97 yards. Tyler Boyd, five receptions, 69 yards. Um, You know, and, uh, you know, they definitely tried the best that they could do. Uh, but, and also Jesse Bates had an interception. Jermaine Pratt had an interception. So they definitely were, you know, trying to, you know, do the best that they can with what they had. Um, but man, the jets for what mean Mike White comes out of nowhere, man. 405 yards and three touchdowns. Also Michael Carter ran for 77 yards and a touchdown. Um, Michael Carter, not only did he run, 77 yards and a touchdown, but he also caught nine receptions for 95 yards. Jamison Crowder had eight for 84. Uh, Ty Johnson, five for 71 with a touchdown. Uh, Tyler Croft had a touchdown. Uh, Braxton uh, Burroughs had a touchdown. Like, so many insane things happened in this game. Shaq Lawson had an interception. C.J. Mosley was a leading tackle with 10 total tackles. I mean, this game was one of those games where it's an anomaly in a sense because you, it's like – was were the were the Jets really supposed, because at one point uh Cincinnati was up 17-7, you know? Like it it, it blows my mind that, that that they came back like this. But how do
1: you feel about this game? Uh dumbfounded. Yes. Right, that's the best. There's I no can there's say. no more
0: perfect word than that, exactly.
1: Yeah. Dumbfounded. Uh because last week the um the Bengals the, the, yeah the Bengals I uh, again dumbfounded um right the last week the Bengals uh who did they play they played the, the Ravens played the, play the Ravens. Ravens and and Molly the Ravens who are uh, clearly clearly a much better team than the Jets clearly but then they come out and it's like they forgot how to play football i was just like what what the hell is going on here
0: so yeah it's almost like it's almost like it's one of those games where you kind of underestimate your opponent and anytime you underestimate your opponent bad things begin to tend to happen unfortunately um but when you look at the overall, I mean, my God, dude, the Jets total yards wise, the Jets had five eleven, and the Cincinnati uh, Bengals only had three eighteen. Passing four fourteen to twenty to a two seventy seven. Rushing ninety seven to forty one. You know, um, you know, Cincinnati allowed three sacks. Um, it, it was just it, it was one of those weird anomaly games. Like I don't understand why, and. And it just might be me, but Mike White might be the guy going forward instead of a Zach Wilson.
1: Uh, they've already said he's going to start next week, right? Uh, for sure. Because um,
0: I'm one of those guys. Like you, kind of have to go with the hot hand. You right. know what I mean? Like you kind of have to go with what. Like it reminded me a long, uh, of, I think 2005. And I know, ladies and gentlemen, this is going way back in time. 2005, uh, when the Chicago Bears ended up going to the Super Bowl to play the Indianapolis Colts, um, Kyle Orton was the quarterback of the of the Chicago Bears, and they were rolling with the with, with Kyle Orton as you know their quarterback, and he was winning them games, winning them playoff games and stuff. But the moment Rex Grossman was healthy, they took Kyle Orton out and they put Rex Grossman back in the game, and for that for that Super Bowl and. I think that had Kyle Orton been playing in that Super Bowl instead of Rex Grossman since uh, uh, Chicago would have probably I still think they would have lost the Super Bowl, but I think that they would have had a better chance to win with Kyle Orton because he had the hot hand, you know, you know, when you have momentum on your side, you know, you're hard to stop. And it's a trickle down effect, you know, it kind of it kind of trickles down to everybody else on the team saying, all right, if this guy believes that we can win, then I'm gonna rally behind our quarterback, you know. Um that being said though, you look at, you know, I would is it gonna be end up being I'll ask you this question, then we'll move on to the next game. Is it gonna be a situation where, okay, Mike White's good? Zach Wilson hasn't really shown us what he can do, but he is a he is a he is a true rookie. How exactly is this gonna work out? Is there gonna be a
1: quarterback competition in New York? Uh I think there should be a quarterback competition because uh, Zach Wilson hasn't shown us a whole lot of anything um but and then you have you know Mike White who comes in out of nowhere and is like um I'm gonna be the the leading passer of all quarterbacks this week and and did it he did. You know, uh, so he's – I mean, he he literally went out and played for the starting position. Yeah, and And I I honestly think he earned it. Oh, I I think he earned it
0: for sure. Yes. All right, so with that being said, we're going to move on from that game. Oh, by the way, fuck the Jets. We're going to move on from that game to the next game that went into overtime, the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. It's a rivalry game. They always play great against each other. Tennessee wins yet another close one. 34-31, to but unfortunately, it came at a cost. Let's break down the statistics before we get into the real story of this game. Ryan Tannehill, 265 for three touchdowns, but he did throw uh, two interceptions. Derrick Henry ran 28 times in this game and had 68 yards. We'll come back to him in just a second. A.J. Brown had a great game. If you had A.J. Brown on your fantasy team this week, you really had a good week. Ten receptions, 155 and a touchdown. Also, Jeff Swarm also had a touchdown as well, along with uh Nick Westbrook Akeen. I want to say that's how his last name is pronounced. I don't know. Uh, but also Kevin Byard and Elijah Molden also had interceptions for ten, for the Titans. And uh, then you go to the Indianapolis Colts. Pretty similar stats um for Carson Wentz as well. 231, three touchdowns, but also those two interceptions. Uh Jonathan Taylor ran for 70 yards and a touchdown. Uh again, Michael Pittman came out. Ten receptions, eighty-six yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Jack uh, Jack Doyle also had a touchdown. Um, uh, uh, Kenny Moore the second and uh, Tyquan Lewis or Tyquan Lewis both had interceptions. Uh, but that's just the game itself. Let's go to the real meat and potatoes of the issue, and that is Derrick Henry. Um, you want to let the
1: people know if, the, for those of you who don't
0: know, which you you have, what would you how would you not,
1: but. Uh, I mean if you're a yeah. if you're a Titans fan you know for sure uh and if if you're a football fan then then you've seen uh in the game Derrick Henry broke his foot uh he's been placed on IR for the remainder of the season will not play uh in any more for the Titans this season Uh, they, they have effectively signed AJ or AJ, uh, Adrian Peterson, um, to, to be his replacement. The problem with that is, is Adrian Peterson is good, but he's not Derrick Henry. The Titans offense, 100% ran through Derrick Henry. Yes. Uh, I, it's going to be hard I think for them to to win uh, a lot more games this season um I mean they're 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 clearly they're gonna win some games uh I mean they're they're gonna beat the Texans they're gonna beat the Jaguars for sure um and there's there's a few others but the the tough games, are gonna be harder for them to win now because teams are going to take the runaway easier than yes. than if it was Derrick Henry running because Derrick Henry is he's just gonna run over people. Adrian Peterson can't do that, especially not at the heightened age that he is.
0: Right, and considering the fact that he is also – he has a very, very bad case of fumbleitis, He yeah. has been known to cough up the ball a couple of times. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is Adrian Peterson, former MVP of the league, the last, the last non-quarterback to win the MVP. Um, right. I do think that it – I do think that it helps from the standpoint that – and and again, this is me thinking, you know, this is – maybe beyond the scope. Um, but let's just say just for the sake of argument that maybe Adrian Peterson does surprise a lot of people. I'm not talking about like rolling people over, soul-stealing like Derrick Henry does, but I mean, because Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown and that whole offense relies on Derrick Henry so much that maybe everybody's thinking, okay, they don't have a good running game. Now they have to rely on Tannehill. Now they have to rely on Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. They have to rely on those guys. And I bet you anything we can take them now. I think that maybe if the Titans plan this thing the way that they should is that they need to maximize what Ryan Tannehill does best, which is play action. And I think if Adrian Peterson could come in, and I'm not saying he needs to be Derrick Henry, but if he can be some... Some small semblance of what he used to be, then I think that they can still do good and win games. Now I worry when they play teams like, um, when they have to play teams like you know, a, a, a Baltimore or even a Kansas City, even with them struggling the way that they're struggling. I mean, they could still you know, but which they've already beaten uh, Kansas City early in the year. So I mean, yeah. it is what it is.
1: While we're while we're talking about it, let's let's take a, a quick look at um, the rest of Tennessee's schedule. That's cool. Just just so we can kind of get an idea. Let's see. They played right there. All right. The rest of Tennessee's schedule looks like this. Uh, this, this week, they play the Rams. Next week, mm. they play the Saints. Mm. The following week is the Texans. Then they have the Patriots, the Jaguars, the Steelers, the 49ers, the Dolphins, the Texans. Uh, I can see them coming out of that with one, two, three, four wins. Four, I think
0: maybe maybe a few of those games are toss-ups.
1: Okay. Best uh, here's, here's
0: Best case scenario. Okay, go ahead. I, okay, I
1: I think they they beat the Texans. Yeah, I th- yeah, they they do they beat the Texans. They beat the Jaguars. They beat the Jaguars, the Dolphins and the, the Dolphins Texans again. And the
0: Texans again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to uh, throw a caveat in there. They might pull out a victory against the Steelers. Might. It's definitely either 5-4 or
1: 4-5. It's it's possible that they they beat the Steelers. Uh but it, it, it's possible, but unlikely in my opinion. Right. But
0: if, okay, just, let's just say they take those four, let's take those four wins. Cause right now they're at six and two. Let's take those four wins and the rest are losses that mm-hmm. would put, that would put them at 10 and seven
1: is 10 and seven going to be good enough to make the playoffs. Uh, 10 and seven's going to win them the division. Then I think we, I think you're
0: good. I think we're good then.
1: Yeah. Uh, because let's see uh they've already they beat the Colts twice so there's that uh they already beat the Jags once so yeah 10 and 7 wins them the division right cuz I, I mean al- unless
0: Indianapolis goes completely nuts so and then wins you know um nine straight but i don't think that's going to happen um no cuz the Colts
1: schedule uh the Colts' schedule is probably worse. Yeah, let's see. They've got the, well, they, they got the Jets, the Jaguars, the okay, Bills. That's two straight wins. That's the, a loss. The Bills, the Bucks, Texans, Patriots, Cardinals, Raiders, Jaguars. And they're sitting at, uh, what is there? They're sitting at three and five right now. So, yeah. They I, they can't win the division.
0: Best case, yeah. Best case scenario, they'll be, in, in, in my opinion, best case scenario. They're going to be a seven and ten. Right. So, obviously, ten and seven is better than seven and ten. So, yeah, pretty much Tennessee is pretty much a lock for that division.
1: But yeah, I mean, unless something crazy happens to Tennessee and they end up losing to Houston and losing to Jacksonville. I don't see it happening, but Mm -mm. you know, I could see that they could
0: split with the Houston, but I, I, I don't know for a fact about that one. But speaking of the Houston Texans, let's move on to the very next game, the Los Angeles Rams and the Houston Texans. Now the Rams won 38 to 22. All of the Texans points were scored in the fourth quarter. Yes. Every other quarter was just, just at at one point in this game, the score was 38 to nothing in this game. Um, And then Texans came back and scored 22 in the final. They were trying to make a comeback, um, but unfortunately, time just wasn't on their side. Um, But let's break down the situation. Um, Matthew Stafford for the uh, damn it, phone, stop. I hate this phone. I hate it with a passion of a thousand fiery sons. Anyway, um, but like I said, um, Matthew Stafford came in, did what Matthew Stafford does 305 yards, three touchdowns. Um, Daryl Henderson ran for 90 yards and a touchdown. Robert Woods even had a 22 yard, uh, 22 yards on the day and a touchdown. Sonny Michelle got his numbers 42 yards. Cooper Cup, bro, I'm going to tell you now, man. Cooper Cup is slowly but surely climbing into that elite category. Yes. Um, simply based on just his numbers alone. In this game alone, seven receptions, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Robert Woods also did not only have a rushing touchdown, but he also had a receiving touchdown as well. Van Jefferson with 88 yards as well. Um, Ernest, John, Ernest Jones did have an interception in this game, so you know he did good there. but he was also their leading tackler with nine uh, total tackles. Uh, Davis Mills uh, for the Texans, 310 and a touchdown, but he, and two touchdowns, but he had that interception. Uh, Rex Burkhead, twenty-one total yards, but he did have that touchdown. Uh, Brandon Cook, six receptions, eighty-three yards and a touchdown. Um, uh, uh, Bev, Brev, has it? Has his Brevin? Brevin, Brev, Brevin? Brevin Jordan. Brevin. Okay. Brevin Jordan, uh, forty-one yards and a touchdown. Uh, Nico Collins got his numbers. Jordan Atkins got his numbers. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was. I got a, I got, I just got a feeling in this game. It was one of those games that when 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 LA knew that they had the game in the bag, they kind of like let off the gas and was just like, you know what, fuck it. it. That's how I
1: felt like they they did them in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? That's that's what it it, it seemed like. Like uh, watching the game, it, it really seemed like they they kind of let off the gas. And started coasting a little bit, yeah. Um, But I mean, we're talking about the Texans; they're bad this year. You know, I mean, they weren't really good last year either. Uh, Right. But but it's 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 rebuilding. uh, You know, it's going to take some time. uh, You know, with today being. Or today as we're recording, being the trade deadline, some players were were dealt, uh I mean all teams, some players were, were dealt, um, especially for the Texans that I don't think should have been dealt, but hey You wanna you know, go ahead and get into it now since we're uh, on the Texan subject? No, we'll we'll get into it, uh prior to to week 9 predictions. Okay. Uh, I didn't know way, I didn't know if you have something you just wanted to, you wanted to let No, 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 no. We'll 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 get into that uh prior to week 9 predictions that way we can make a better assumption to our picks uh knowing what the new teams are going to look like. Right. So we move on from that to the next game
0: which is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Pittsburgh pulled off the victory 15 to 10 in this game. Um man, Cleveland, um, yeah, like I was really like unsure. Okay, well, first of all, let's go to start with Pittsburgh first. Ben Roethlisberger, one sixty six and a touchdown. Najee Harris with ninety one yards and a touchdown run. Uh, not really a whole lot of rushing in this game. Um, in terms of other than Najee Harris, um, uh, Deontay Johnson with six receptions, ninety eight yards. Uh, Pat fryer muffin I, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, <laughs> uh, four receptions, 44 yards, and a touchdown. Um, you know, so they, so they did. Uh, T.J. Watt had a pretty decent game, six total tackles, uh, 1.5 sacks, and a tackle for a loss in the game. Um, and then you move over to the Browns, Baker Mayfield, 225. I think he's still kind of recovering from – you know, whatever he was, you know, whatever he was recovering from.
1: Uh, it was, it was a shoulder injury. Yeah. He,
0: he might still be dealing with it. I think, I, I think uh, cause so. that's, cause that's what, that's what I felt like was happening in this game. Um, Nick Chubb, you know, ran his heart out 61 yards, uh, the Johnson with 22 yards and a touchdown. Um, Jarvis Landry, you know, being back five, five receptions, 65 yards. Um, a lot of talk about, and also Landry had the, uh, the, the the fumble also that kind of, that definitely hurt them. Um, but that being said though, how did you feel about this particular game?
1: Um, it, it, it was, it was pretty close. Uh, I, I thought it was, I, I thought it was a hard played game. If right. that makes any sense, uh, no, no, by, it by, does. by both teams, um, you know, Pittsburgh really needed the win. Uh, Cleveland is is starting to falter a little bit but but Cleveland is starting to falter i think because of the injury bug yeah uh I, I i honestly i think if if they were healthy uh it wouldn't be we wouldn't be seeing what we're seeing right now
0: right they would probably be maybe 6 and 2 uh m- m- you know I'm not, I'm not. I don't know if they'd be in that. They might be in that elite category up in up in the, uh, the seven and one or the six and two category, but I'm not 100. I mean, because they're definitely better than their record says they are, in my opinion.
1: Oh yeah, I, I I think they're they're better than their record says they are for sure. Uh, it's just down to to the injury bug, and a lot of their key players have been injured.
0: Right. And also, there was been a lot of talk about, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. and whether or not he, because if I'm not mistaken, he's still with Cleveland. I don't think they traded him.
1: Uh, um, I'm not.
0: No, I, no, I, don't I think, think he's still,
1: I'm pretty positive he's still with Cleveland.
0: Right. Um. A lot of people, we, they were talking about it on one of the sports shows. Um. Basically saying that, you know, Odell Beckham has it. Do, he does not fit Kevin uh, Stefanski's system, and it's so strange that he he was there. You figured that he would have been traded, but what value could you get for Odell Beckham Jr. from the standpoint that a lot of people feel like since he went to Cleveland, his value has gone down because he's only if I, if I, if, I, if I can remember the stat that I seen this morning. He's only, made, he's only had seven touchdown receptions since he started playing in Cleveland, which is a drastic drop from where, from what he was doing in New York uh, playing with the Giants. Um, so is it time? Because I think we asked this question. I asked this question a couple of weeks ago about Beck, maybe the, should the Cleveland Browns move on from Baker Mayfield. Is, you think it's time that it's time for the Cleveland Browns to move away from Odell Beckham at this point?
1: Uh, i i definitely think so uh the, the problem is is there's not a lot of teams that are that are biting for odell Beckham um there's there's not a lot of yeah you know, i mean there, there there's just not a lot of trade value there for him uh he's he's not getting his numbers um and i don't know if that's I mean, he he has been injured. He was injured all of last season, right? Pretty much, uh, and then for the the first what was it three or four games in this season he didn't play. Um, uh, but but then so is it injury? Are they not targeting him enough? Uh, I know he he got targeted quite a bit while Landry was on the shelf, but now Landry's back. And, and you see the targets went back to Landry, uh, he's definitely a favorite of Baker Mayfield, uh, and he seems to pretty much catch everything that, that Baker throws his way. Right. I mean,
0: he, he's definitely one of those guys that, you know, could be, again, could be, you know, still an elite wide receiver, it's just, I think a lot of and people they talk about his off field antics and stuff like like, you know he he don't get in trouble or anything like that you know he just a lot of times he's just he he you know he doesn't really what's the best way to say it like he doesn't under like he doesn't try to a lot of people I'm mean, not people say you know like he, you know he's not a good not that he's not a good teammate it's just that he you know he's not really a people person if that makes any sense.
1: Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. Right. I definitely can get that.
0: Yeah. Um, But we're going to move on from that game to the next one, and this one was a blowout, like a just no thrills, no bullshit blowout. Philadelphia Eagles just said, yep, Detroit, we're going to kick your ass, and that's what exactly what they did. 44. 44 to 6 in this game the Philadelphia Eagles scored 41 points in a row, 41 unanswered points. And it wasn't until the fourth quarter when Jameer Jefferson scored a rushing touchdown for the lions. But let's start with the Eagles first. The Eagles, you know, Jalen hurts, you know, 103 yards. And that was it. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, you know, but Jalen Hurts was also the lead rusher, also at seventy-one yards. But Boston Scott, sixty yards and two touchdowns, Jordan Howard, fifty-seven yards and two touchdowns. Just just beasting, man. It was just, it was one of those games. You know, Scott scored the first touchdown. Jay Howard scored a touchdown. Scott scored a touchdown. Jay Howard scored a touchdown. Um, you know, it was it was just one of those games, man, where they just beat the hell out of this team, man. And it wasn't even, it, it wasn't even, at one point I was like, this is sad to watch. Like, I, I mean, at least with, at least when the Texans were playing against the Rams, you could tell that the Texans were still fighting. You could tell that the Texans haven't given up. Then the Lions just said, fuck it, almost. They didn't score until the last quarter. And it was just, it was it was horrible. Just awful. But
1: oh yeah, terrible.
0: I mean, I mean you look me, Jared Goff had 222 yards total. Swift and uh Aguabali, you know, had eighteen yards rushing. TJ Hawkinson, you know, ten receptions, eighty nine yards, but that's it. I mean, that's all not to mention DeAndre Swift loses a fumble again. Just no tech the The leading tacklers on this team was Austin Bryant and Derek Barnes, and they both had seven tackles total. Just a horrible, horrible, horrible game. And I, how how are you feeling about
1: this one? Because this is sad to talk about, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, you've pretty much said it all. There's there's nothing else yeah. to say. Uh, the Eagles came in and did what they had to do. Uh, the the Lions came in and lost. God, uh, I mean it. It they really looked dejected and like they didn't want to be there. So they you know. they got demolished.
0: Yeah. I mean, Garner Minshew even came in for a little bit uh, for, for, for for Philadelphia. I mean, he was two for two for 11 yards, but, hey, you know what? That's that Minshew mania, brother, We running wild in Philadelphia. But, anyway, uh, at Silverdome. But, anyway, uh, <laughs> that being said, we're going to move on to the next game, a game that I called wrong because I actually had high hopes for Justin Fields and it didn't work out. But the San Francisco 49ers did beat the Chicago Bears 33 to 22. Um the game looked like it was going to be um in hand for Chicago. I mean it was 16 to 9 in the third quarter. Um and it was close in the fourth, you know, 23 to 22 and then you know, they just, you know, San Francisco just came back and won it. Um if you look at the uh, the statistics uh, Jimmy G, 322 yards, uh, no touchdowns, but no interceptions. Uh, Eli Mitchell ran over all over the Bears for 300 – uh, I'm sorry, 137 yards and a touchdown. Jimmy G even uh, caught a little bit of the break. I mean, he – Jimmy G looked dynamic in this game in some sense with two rushing touchdowns. I mean, really, I mean, th- it was a situation where I don't even think the Bears were ready for Jimmy G to even run. Uh you know, Debo Samuel, six receptions, 171 yards. My God. Debo Samuel is another one that y'all need to look out for in terms of, like, you know, top 10 wideouts because he is definitely getting his name out there and getting his numbers up. Um, but then you look over at the Bears, Justin Fields with 175 yards and a touchdown, but he did have that interception. Um, he did have that interception. That was Josh Norman. Uh, welcome back, Josh Norman. Um I mean, and Justin Fields – here's an interesting stat, though. Justin Fields also ran for 103 yards and a touchdown. So he passed for 100 yards and a touchdown, then he ran for 100 yards and a touchdown, Uh, you know, but just wasn't enough to bring the game I mean, Daryl Mooney also had six receptions for 64 yards. He was the early receiver. Um, So, yeah, how are you feeling about this particular
1: game? Uh, I thought it was a good game. Um, You know, the – the 49ers were never out of it in, in the beginning. Uh, and, and then, you know, they, they did make that comeback and almost, you know, or, uh, they did make the comeback and won. uh, the bears looked really good. Uh, I, I just thought this was a hell of a game all around. I thought it was too. It was closer than it was closer than I thought it was going to be.
0: Um, I don't Let me take back. It wasn't as close as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be within like a field goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was 11 points. I mean, it was, you know, a couple, you know, but I don't know. I, I mean, the Bears let me down. What the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, um, that being said, though, we're going to move on to the very next game. And the next game, if this computer will load, thank you. The Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons played. And this game, um, this game was actually pretty good. Um, it was very close game. It was very defensive-minded, defensive-oriented. Um, but Caroline did pull the pull away with the victory, 19 to 13. Uh, whew, excuse me, had a burp. Uh <laughs> excuse me. Sam Darnold, not that not not a good game. Uh, you know, 129 yards. Uh, but Chubba Hubbard, again greatest name in the NFL right now uh sixty two yards rushing with a touchdown. um if I'm not mistaken, I think that was their only touchdown of the game and it came in the fourth quarter. Um, but I mean, but you know Stefan Gilmore that they recently acquired from the New England Patriots had an interception. Shaq Thompson also had an interception. um Dj Moore, you know fifty nine yards was their leading uh, was their leading uh, receiver in that game. Um, I mean, this like I said before, this game is very defensive. You know, Shaq Thompson had 10 total tackles. Or Shaq Thompson, I'm sorry, had 10 total tackles. Uh, and then you go look at the Falcons and Matt Ryan, Jesus Christ. Matt Ryan just played horrible in this game. Probably one of the worst games he's had in a long time, 140, 46 yards. He did have a touchdown, though. He did throw a touchdown to Cordero Patterson. But, I mean... Two interceptions did hurt them. Uh, Mike Davis and Cordero Patterson ran for 79 yards total. Um, so not that good of a running game. Um, I mean the the defense held up. Deion Dion Jones had 14 total tackles. Uh, uh, Foy Alokin had 16 total tackles. Just they were all over the field. Um, so how do you feel about this particular game?
1: uh i mean it, it it was one of those games that i didn't really care about right um the the panthers have been playing terrible they started out great and we we said it i i, I want to say last week we talked about it how we um you know, we had high hopes for the panthers cuz they started out great uh Sam Darnold looked like he found the place that he belonged uh, and was really playing tremendously. And then it just stopped.
0: Right. Uh, it, 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 but they finally bounced back from that Dallas loss, apparently.
1: Yeah. Well, but I mean, yeah, it, it barely bounced back. But they, yeah, bounced back from the Dallas loss. Um, but I don't know. the The team... Does it, it does not look like the same team that started the season. Right. Uh, you know, and, and then the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons were
0: just – the Falcons are dead in the water team as of now simply because of the fact that they they just don't – Matt Ryan is getting old. Like, a buddy of mine at work, we were talking about this, and he, he straight up said, he goes, I do not – he said, I do not like Matt Ryan as my quarterback. He goes, he used to be great. And now he's horrible, and I want him to go away and never come back. I was like, okay, yeah. So he 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 a big Falcons fan, so but yeah, he was like, I don't ever want to see Matt Ryan ever again in in an Atlanta Falcons uniform. I was like,
1: damn, you that passionate about it, huh? Unfortunately, unless they draft a rookie that they're going to start next season, Matt Ryan's what you got.
0: Yep. At least for the next two years. I think that's, I think his contract expires 2023 or after Uh, the 2023 season or something like that. So, yeah. So, there you go. So, damn it. We got to move on to the next game. Now, we didn't get blown out in this game, but the Miami Dolphins did lose to the Buffalo Bills 26 to 11. Um, yeah, I mean, Buffalo came in, did what Buffalo does. Um, I was, Actually surprised we put up 11 on him, to be completely dead-ass honest with you. um, But, you know, we, it it was, again, man, it was one of those games where, you know, Tua, you know, hey, he did all right, you know, 205 yards through the interception. Gaskin, Ahmed, like, man, these guys cannot run to save their fucking lives. Uh, between between, uh, Between Gaskin, Ahmed, and Tua, they only ran for 68 yards. Now Tua did have a rushing touchdown, so I'll give I'll you know I'll give him give him that. Uh Devontae Parker had eight receptions, 85 yards, so he definitely showed up to play. Um Austin Rettler, you know, had the had the had the fumble. Um you know definitely hurt us, definitely hurt us a lot. Um the Bills, I mean, what can we say? Josh Allen, 249 yards, two touchdowns. Also ran for 55 yards and got a touchdown. Um, Cole Beasley, man, Cole Beasley did his thing, man. Ten receptions, 110 yards. That's, that's, that's an average of 11 yards per reception. So, yeah, he definitely showed up and earned his paycheck uh, for Sunday. Stefan Diggs, five receptions, 40 yards, and a touchdown. Gabriel Davis with a touchdown as well. Uh, Jordan uh, Pryor with the uh, the interception. So, and, and he also had nine total tackles in this game. So, how do you feel about this one? Uh, <laughs> Business as usual?
1: Yeah. I, Buffalo. I, I, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. It, 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 Buffalo is that team right now. Right. Um, and it's, it's hard. I, the, the teams that have beat them uh were either barely beat them or just played lights out right um and that's the thing. uh Miami's not playing well at the moment no uh <laughs> not at all you, you know uh you've said this for for several weeks now. Uh, Miami might be the, the biggest, um, say it, disappointment. I, I was Let trying down. to think of, I, I was trying to think of a nicer way to say it because it is your team. Uh, but, but the, the
0: truth hurts sometimes, man, just
1: say it. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 I would say after the season they had last year, um, they, they they're, uh I don't know. I they it's close to to being them or Kansas City which is the biggest disappointment this season. We'll talk about Kansas City later. Right. Um yeah, but you know, Kansas City going from being in the Super Bowl to being last in their division is that's got to say something. Exactly. Um,
0: um yeah, but but speaking of their division, we are going to talk about another team in their division. Who started off great, and they looked like they were going to make some noise, and they've been floundering, but and they and they lost they lost again. We're going to talk about the New England Patriots and the Los Angeles Chargers. The Patriots wins this win this game in another close one, man, twenty seven to twenty four. Um, the game itself was a very very exciting game. It was literally close a lot in this game, um, but we'll go ahead and we'll break down some of the statistics real quick. Uh the Patriots, uh Mac Jones, 218, uh, but no touchdowns or interceptions. Damian Harris, you know, eight uh, I'm sorry, eight uh eighty rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh Nelson Aguilar, you know, had 60 yards receiving. Uh Kendrick Bourne and Jacoby Myers both uh you know 75 yards combined between them two between the two of them. Uh you know, uh Adrian Phillips with two interceptions in this game, like really just blew it out of the water uh, in terms. And also Nick Folk kicked four uh, field goals in this game. So there's 12 points right there. Right. Excuse me. Um, then you look at the Chargers. Now Justin Herbert did have an okay game, 223 yards and two touchdowns, but he did throw that nasty. He did throw two interceptions that were just nasty interceptions and to the same person. Uh, now Justin Jackson did run for uh, 79 yards in this game. Austin Eckler ran for sixty four and had a touchdown. Keenan Allen uh, seventy seven yards and a touchdown. Josh Palmer had twenty four yards and a touchdown. It was his only catch of the game. Uh, that twenty four yarder, um, but you know, definitely one of those games that really could have went either way. Um, I, I think I picked the Chargers. If I am not mistaken, I think we all picked the Chargers, didn't we? Uh, yes. Right. <sighs>
1: Excuse me. So.
0: We were all wrong about that one,
1: uh, right. but uh, how do you feel about this so one? So I was going to say once again, Mac Jones coming out and proving why he was chosen to be the starter over Cam Newton. Um, you know, uh, the, the Patriots last year had a, a terrible season. Uh, then they go out and they uh, they draft Mac Jones. Um, add you know add some pieces through free agency spent more money than they ever have in free agency to get right. players. Uh, and, and it seems to be working for them. You know, everybody, myself included, j- thought that, you know, once Tom Brady left, the the system was done and the, the Patriots would be in rebuilding mode for a, a few years. Um, and I'm not saying they're not still in rebuilding mode, but they're, They're winning while they're rebuilding, uh, which is something that most teams don't do. They, you know, most teams go the route that that, you know, Cleveland has gone in the past that Houston is doing now. Miami's done it where you have absolutely terrible seasons for, you know, three, four, five years, but that's not the way that it seems that it's working for the patriots this year.
0: Yeah, the new england I mean new england it, it it's so it it is a different vibe without tom brady there. Um but then again, it's already been you've already went through a year without brady. So now you got to figure out where you can adjust and mac jones was definitely one of those guys who Bill Belichick was like, okay, well, I picked Tom Brady. I'm, I'm pretty good at picking out quarterbacks. I'm going to pick that kid right there and see what he can do. And so far, so good in terms of the things that he can do. Um, but we'll wait and see because right now the Patriots are sitting at four and four. Um, so they're, they're still kind of up there because Buffalo is five and two. So if Buffalo ends up losing a game and, you know, the Patriots could possibly flip a switch and, you know they could fuck around and win the division if buffalo's
1: not careful i i you know it's definitely buffalo's got to watch out i mean yeah. they need to continue to go out and do what they're doing right now uh you know what they've done over the last couple of weeks to go out and just dominate just dominate people um but, yeah absolutely uh because if they if they mess around and go out and they lose to somebody that they're not supposed to lose to or whatnot, um, then, you know, they're, right. they're looking at uh, the Patriots jumping in and, and, winning that division. Right. Well, speaking of teams that you weren't supposed
0: to lose to, um, I Went out on a limb, and I was like, you know what? Seattle's not playing that very well right now, so fuck it. I'm going to go with the with the Jaguars to win this game. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> uh, the Seattle Seahawks did beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 31-7 to in a game that, you know, again, completely one-sided, completely lopsided. Um, again, it was, again, another game where the team just scored just 24 unanswered points by the Seattle Seahawks. Um, let me go ahead. And let's break this down real quick. Now, Trevor Lawrence, you know, did okay, two thirty-eight, a touchdown, but he did throw the interception. Uh, Carlos Hyde, James Robinson, Trevor Lawrence, um, combined they ran for sixty-five yards. Um, not not good. Uh, Dan Arnold did was their leading receiver, eight receptions, 64, uh, 68 yards. I apologize. Uh, Jamal Agnew uh, got the uh, only touchdown of of the uh, of the game for Trevor Lawrence, um, and then you look at I mean, and Josh Allen on the on the on, on the Jacksonville's defense, the, the defensive player Josh Allen, not the quarterback, six tackles, but he also had two sacks and four tackles for a loss in this game. But then you look over at the Seahawks. Hey baby, Piper just scared the shit out of me. Uh, um, but if you look at the Seahawks without Russell Wilson now. Without Russell Wilson, Geno Smith uh, Geno Smith did throw for 195 yards and did have two touchdowns. He also ran for a touchdown. Ty- Tyler Lockett, again, another – if you had Tyler Lockett on your fantasy team this week, you lucked out, maybe not in terms of touchdowns, but definitely in terms of yardage, 12 receptions, 142 yards. Um, DK Metcalf came in, six receptions, uh, 43 yards, and two touchdowns on the day, um, as well as um, – Quandre Diggs, uh, Q, uh, Q, Q Qandre Diggs. I almost say that's how it's pronounced. With I, I the think inter- so. with yeah, with the interception, uh, Bobby Wagner, man, my God, again, how is he not the best linebacker game? Fourteen total tackles in this game, just beasting. Um, obviously, this is one. This was this was a game that, you know, I definitely got wrong. Uh, <laughs> how, uh, how 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 did you feel about this? One?
1: Uh, I, Gino Smith. Uh, Geno Smith looked amazing. Uh, he, if you would have told me that Geno Smith would be starting and winning games and Cam Newton wouldn't be in, in the league, then I would have told you at the beginning of the season that you were crazy, but that's where we're at right now. Uh, Geno Smith is, is playing really well. Let's see how long he can keep it up. Um, you know, I I'm pretty positive that that Russell Wilson is out, uh, with no time frame of when he's going to come back. So, you know, Geno Smith is going to have to continue to uh play uh, as well as he is doing.
0: Right, and and he's also, but he's also got good teammates around him, and he's got a good team around him. Uh, especially on the defensive on the defensive side, and having Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf to throw to, I think that makes any quarterback's job pretty easy. To be honest. Hello, I'm here. Okay, you
1: you didn't respond. Okay, never mind. All right, so we're oh no, move on. I, uh, I was I, waiting on the reaction. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You're you're right. That's the that's the thing. You know. Um, when you have a pretty good O-line, you have receivers like Metcalf and Lockett. You can do stuff like that. Right. So. And it does make it a whole lot easier for Geno Smith.
0: Um, but we're going to move on from that game to another game here. The Denver Broncos pulled out the victory against the Washington football team, 17-10. to Um, again, it was one of those games that was kind of close. It was, you know, it was, you know, it was 10 all in the third quarter. And then Melvin Gordon ran up the middle for seven yards and got that touchdown, uh, to seal it. Um, now, now Taylor Heineke did throw, okay, you know, 270 yards and a touchdown, but he did have those two interceptions, uh, Jared Patterson, 64 yards, uh, I'm sorry, 46 yards rushing, um. Uh, JD McKissick, eight receptions, uh, 83 yards. Uh, DeAndre Carter with a 51 yard reception for a touchdown. So they definitely did that. Uh, Taylor Heineke did fumble the ball twice. So that's something that he definitely needs to work on. Definitely got to work on the handle. Um, and then you go over to the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater, 213 with a touchdown. Melvin Gordon, 47 yards and a touchdown. Um, Cortland Sutton, not a whole lot, not a big game in this one, 40 yards receiving, but Tim Patrick had 64 yards, so it kind of made up for it. Um Melvin Gordon did fumble the ball, though, so there was something there. Uh Justin Simmons, though, came out of nowhere, two uh two interceptions in this game. Uh he also had seven total tackles in this game as well. Um so how, what is your what is your belief on this game? Like how that like with Denver winning. I think Roger was the only one that picked him, right? <laughs>
1: Uh, no, actually, you and Roger picked them. Oh, I yeah, I picked the Broncos? Grain. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I went against the grain and, and picked Washington. Uh, I really thought that they were going to pull this one out with the Broncos not playing uh, very well. But uh, they didn't. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Washington is one of those conundrum teams for me where it's like... They look really good, but they're not doing very well. Uh, if that makes right. sense, uh, like you know, it's it's high hopes and no. Uh, there's high hopes for them, and no uh, reward. They're they're just not not doing it. So I, I don't. It's weird.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you cuz you figure cuz they had one of the best defenses last year and now they just for whatever reason their defense is just not coming together. I mean, I mean, they're still 2 and 6, so they do have time to, you know, make adjustments and try to get a better record, possibly a wild card spot, but the way the NFC is stacked right now, it's going to be a couple of years before they get that, you know, playoff berth. Or at least that's what I feel. Um, so then you go to uh America's Then you go to America's game of the week on Fox, Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the new Orleans saints, the damn good saints team showed up this week and the saints beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 36 to 27 in a game that a lot of people was like, Oh, this is game of the week right here. This was so good. I mean, but the saints came out and just, I mean, it was 23 to seven in the third quarter, you know, um, and, and, and you know, and it was back and forth. I mean, it was twenty seven to twenty six right there, close to the end, and then uh, just a, just an unbelievable uh, kick there at the very end of the game uh, by a. Uh, let me scroll down here to get his name right. Uh, by uh, what the hell's the kick here? How <laughs> does it show punning twice? That that makes no sense to me. Okay, whatever. That being said, though, but yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll kick off with the statistics real quick. Tom Brady three three hundred and seventy five yards and four touchdowns, but he did have he did throw those two interceptions. Not a whole lot of good jobs in the running game. Um, you know, they only ran uh, as a total team. They only ran for seventy one yards, so that was bad on them. You know, but hey, Chris Godwin came in with eight receptions, one hundred and forty yards and a touchdown. Um, uh, Cyril Grayson. Uh, one reception, fifty yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Mike Evans also had a touchdown as well in this game. Uh, they definitely, you know, pulled out all the stops as many as they possibly could. Um, the Saints, though, I mean, because Trevor Trevor Simeon did have, uh, which let me, let me pause right there before it's because Jameis Winston did start the game, through fifty six yards and a touchdown, but unfortunately, he did get. A uh, torn ACL in this game, and I believe he may be out for the rest of the year. If I'm not mistaken, um, is he going to be out for the rest of the year? Do you know? Because I'm pretty sure
1: they said that he was. Uh, yeah, I think he's done for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, uh, which, which means you got to rely on Trevor Simeon, which he came in and did an admirable job—159 yards and a touchdown. Um, but what were you going to say? I apologize. I was, was to that... say?
1: He he did enough to he did enough to win the game, but. It it still baffles me that they have uh, Taysom Hill on the team, and he's not the starter. I think he's a better quarterback than Trevor Simeon. Right. But I guess they're just going to keep him in that Swiss Army knife role. Uh, Yeah, which, I mean, that role works, but then you don't want him
0: to come up. You don't want Taysom Hill to become a parody of himself where it's like okay you're looking for him to do some kind of, some type of trick play or something like that because then the illusion's gone and like okay we see it developing right in front of us you know what I mean um but then you know Calvin Alvin Kamara also ran for 61 yards and a touchdown um not I mean they spread the ball out a lot there was something like Kevin White um uh, Dante Harris uh Treyquan Smith Garrett Griffin Marquez Calloway like all of them had three, three receptions total, uh, three receptions, uh, in the game. Mark Ingram had a couple of them. Um, Traquan Smith had the, had a touchdown. Alex, uh, Arma one reception for one yard and a touchdown. You know, it don't matter how many yards you get. If you get it, you get it. Um, but PJ Williams and also, uh, uh, Clarence Gardner Johnson also had an interception in this game. Um, the fact that, Tom Brady threw for 375 yards and four touchdowns, and they still lost the game. And I definitely think them two interceptions definitely hurt them. Um, oh, how yeah, was your feeling sure. about this one? So, how, what was your opinion about this game in total?
1: Uh, I, I mean, in total, I thought both teams played well. Uh, it sucks for Jameis Winston that he, you know, he's done. Um, but, um, yeah, it sucks for, for Jameis Winston that he's he's done for the season. Uh I, I just hope that that Trevor Simeon can can hold up for, for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, we've seen he he started out well in Denver and was terrible and then got traded around a little bit. Uh and this is, you know, really His second time kind of starting uh, for a while. So we'll see how well he does.
0: Right. Trevor, I looked him up on Wikipedia. Uh, Trevor Simeon played with the Denver Broncos from 2015 to 2017. Then he was with the Minnesota Vikings, the New York Jets. He had a small little stint in at the Tennessee Titans, but it was off season, and he was only a practice squad player. And now he's playing in New Orleans again. Although, fun fact, he is a Super Bowl champion, winning it, winning uh, at Super Bowl Fifty as a Denver Bronco. Um, right. You know the the, you know, the, uh, the Super Bowl where Von Miller pretty much carried Peyton Manning to the uh, championship. So you know yeah. how that goes. Um, that being said, though, fuck yes. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I just seen the score. Um, but anyway, let's move on to the last game of the uh, of the, uh, the last game of the Halloween games. The Sunday night main event, the Dallas Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. Dallas pulls out the victory, twenty to sixteen, late in the game. Um, now, they, now the Cowboys were without Dak Prescott in this game, and Cooper Rush came in. And he had a damn good game, man, 325 yards, two touchdowns, did throw that pick, but he did a decent enough job. Uh, the two-headed monster in Dallas, Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard, only ran for 76 yards total, but no uh, no touchdowns. Um, both Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb balled out in this game, man. Amari Cooper, eight receptions, 122 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. C.D. Lamb with six receptions and um, 112 touchdowns receiving yards uh, said Wilson, uh, eight 84 yards, including the touchdown at the end of the game to ice it. Um, you know, so they, so they definitely, uh, and Mika Parsons, I to say something about Mika Parsons or Micah Parsons real quick, 11 total tackles and four tackles for a loss. Again, trying to stake his claim to be defensive uh, rookie of the year. Um, and then you go to the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk cousins, you know, 140, 184 yards in a touchdown. Dalvin cook ran for 78 yards, but you know, didn't really have anything to show for it. Adam Thielen, you know, kept on doing his thing, six receptions, 78 yards in a touchdown. Um, Xavier woods, not that Xavier woods. The other Xavier <laughs> Woods, did have an interception in this game um, for the Minnesota, for the uh, Minnesota Vikings. They definitely uh, proved their worth. He also had a sack and eight total tackles in this game. Um, so, are you are you surprised
1: that Dallas won without that Dak Prescott in this particular game? No, I'm not, uh, and and the reason I'm not is because Cooper Rush isn't a terrible quarterback, but they also didn't have to rely on him. Uh, right, you know uh, we've said this for the last uh, couple of weeks, and it's it's as if. Uh, Mike McCarthy has learned how to use running backs, you know, so they, they relied a good bit on their, their running backs here and um, didn't ask a whole hell of a lot from Cooper Rush, you know, I mean, right. He, he did what what I thought was, was great. So,
0: yeah, he definitely um, did everything that he was asked to do. And, went went out there with almost reckless abandon saying like i'm this is my team now at least for one game and I'm gonna go out there and show you guys what I can do and he definitely balled out you know um and um a good win by Dallas I mean Dallas are now they're 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 in the upper elite now they're in the, the upper echelon at six at six and one um but we'll see where it goes from there now the Monday night game this past week, oh my Jesus I was of the mindset. Apparently, dude, you have no idea when 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 it was when when this game. I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen, the Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Giants. By the way, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs did win this game, twenty to seventeen. But, bruh, when it was when it was seventeen to seventeen, and I remember because earlier in the week, I sent you something via uh, our little uh, Facebook Messenger group. I sent you my son's picks because he wanted to let you guys know where he stood on some of his picks, right? Right. So he says, I mean, he made a lot of the same picks that we made, you know, different different variations and stuff. But the one pick that blew my mind was he picked the Giants to upset the Kansas City Chiefs. And I, thought, I laughed about it a little bit, you know. But then when it was 17-17 in the fourth quarter, I was thinking to myself, what if he actually thinks that, like, he'll never let me live this down if the Giants pull off this victory, you know? Um, you know, which, hey, hey, you know what, though, to his credit, though, he almost got it. Um, that being said, though, I mean, let's be, let, 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 let's, 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 let's take full transparency real quick. Daniel Jones had a, had a decent game, 222 yards and, and two touchdowns. Now, he did have the interception. That kind of bothered him. Um, Devontae Booker had 60 yards rushing. Um, you know, John Ross was their leading receiver at 72 yards. Devontae Booker also had 65 yards receiving. Um, uh, you know, Julian Love had the interception for the game for them. Uh, Kansas City, Patrick, Pat Mahomes, 275 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Derek Gore ran for 48 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 12 receptions, 94 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Travis Kelsey not uh, not a big game for Travis Kelsey four receptions twenty four yards. Uh, Miko Harmon was decent with sixty three receptions or six wow sixty three receptions in one game hell with shit five receptions sixty three yards. Um, and Travis Kelsey also lost a fumble in this game too. So
1: right, which is Tennessee which is an anomaly full. because Travis Kelsey is very short handed. Exactly, which 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 leads me to this.
0: The can't because you had mentioned it previously about Kansas City being a very disappointing team. Kansas City is one of those teams that we knew. Like if you'd have told me after after at the, after four weeks of playing, I'm sorry, after eight weeks of NFL football, that the Kansas City Chiefs would be a 500 team, like I would be like, nah, man, they got Pat Mahomes, they got Travis Kelsey, they got all these different players, they got Tyreek Hill, like they they got monsters on that team, man. How can you sit there and say that they're not going to be, you know, an elite team? And I mean, this game kind of showed it. I mean, even though they won the game, they don't, you only scored twenty against a team that's six and two uh, two and six.
1: Like, right? I mean, what is your take on it? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, we we've kind of touched on this. It's it's almost as if they're having that sophomore slump or that that uh, Super Bowl slump a year late, you know, because they they won the Super Bowl. Then they they were back in the Super Bowl against the Bucks last year. Uh, it, it, and now it, it's almost as if you know they're having that uh, that Super Bowl slump a year late. Uh, Patrick Mahomes isn't playing well. Travis Kelsey isn't playing well. Tyreek Hill isn't playing well. The defense is terrible. Um, it, it's it's just weird because they have all the pieces. They just aren't putting them together. You know They've got all the pieces to complete the puzzle, but they're not fitting together properly.
0: Do you think it's because a lot of pl- teams have figured them out?
1: It's it's very, very possible that, that teams have figured them out. Uh, I mean, Petro Holmes is still a dynamic quarterback, but they figured out how to, um, how how to to game plan for Kelsey and Hill, right.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and also the fact that, I mean, when you give up 17 points to the New York Giants, that's, I mean, considering the fact that you're the Kansas City Chiefs and you have those weapons. But also, man, Kansas City's defense is horrible, dude. Like, aside from Honey Badger, who do they really have on that defense that's worth the shit? Um, right. Love you, baby. Go watch Trolls, okay? Oh. Okay.
1: Go ahead, Joe. i I may cut you off. No, no, you're fine. Uh I I'm I'm trying to think who who else do they have? Uh they got uh Sorensen there, uh Daniel Sorensen. Uh he's good. But I can't think of anybody else that's like a big name, which which is is good to a point because of all that they've done with the, the kind of no name players until now, you know, right until yeah. this season where it's like, uh we're not, you know, they're just not winning. So yeah, it, it is crazy to me how that works out. Um
0: That being said though, that is week eight recap. We're going to now jump to the power rankings. Uh, Now, I have scrolled down, did not look at the top 10. So I'm going in blind just like you are. Uh, I guess we should start off on where our teams are first since that's uh, number 32 is the Houston Texans. Uh, Number 29 is the Miami Dolphins. And number 22, I'm sorry, 23 is the Denver Broncos. So there you go. Okay. That's where all of our teams are. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Damn. Okay, here we go. Now, here we go with the top 10. You ready? Let's do it. At number 10, bumping up one spot, the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. At number nine, bumping up one spot, the Tennessee Titans. At number eight, bumping up four spots, the New Orleans Saints. I wouldn't have them over the Titans, but whatever. <laughs> At number seven, bumping up one spot, the Baltimore Ravens. At number six, going down a spot. Even though they won the game, they still went down, but okay, the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. Okay. At number five, dropping three spots, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At number four, dropping down one spot, I don't know why they dropped, but whatever. Going down a spot, the Buffalo Bills. Number three, dropping down two spots, is the Arizona Cardinals. At number two, jumping up two spots, the Dallas Cowboys, and number one jumping up five spots is the Green Bay Packers. They jump five spots because they beat the undefeated number one Arizona Cardinals.
1: I, I, I okay, I get it. I, I, I'm not.
0: I mean it's a it's a week to week thing. I mean this isn't yeah. the final, but. I mean, honestly, like I still think that the Cardinals are a good team, despite the. I mean, hell, they're an AJ Green, you know, head turn away from be, still being undefeated. You know, I don't think they. Sh- I don't think Green Bay should have jumped all the way up to one. You know, um, I definitely don't think Buffalo should have went down because they beat the Dolphins. I mean, then again, it was the Dolphins, but then again, Dallas beat the vikings and the vikings aren't that really good i mean if you want to put arizona at at two then i I get that um i mean i don't see how the los angeles rams are not up there in the top five like that bothers me why the rams drop down not to mention the fact but we'll, we'll get into it in a minute but i mean yeah i mean the rams drop to six like that makes no sense you know, Baltimore went up, so okay. I mean, that kind of makes sense. New Orleans is up. I wouldn't put a New Orleans over Tennessee, but then again, Tennessee it might be ranked at nine simply because uh, Derek Henry and who know who knows what's going to happen. Like the Cincinnati Bengals dropped four spots from seven to eleven. So I mean, that <laughs> when you, when you lose to the Jets, you kind of have to eat shit and like the taste of it. Right, but nevertheless how how are you feeling about the the current power rankings as they sit
1: yeah me too it's it's one of those um i get it but i also don't get it you know what i mean right so um
0: yeah yeah um so, and and also, if you look at the standings as of right now, if the playoffs were to start today, um, now this is just, this is just, you know, no, no team, it is still, we're still, we're eight games into the year and no team has been eliminated from the playoff, conti- from, from playoff contention just yet. Uh, I got a feeling that the, the Lions are probably going to be the first ones. Um, but that being said, here are the current, Playoff standings as of right now. For the AFC, the number one seed is the Tennessee Titans. The number two seed is the Las Vegas Raiders. The number three seed is the Baltimore Ravens. The number four seed is the Buffalo Bills. And your three wild card teams are the Cincinnati Bengals, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the LA Chargers. Okay? Now, on the NFC side, the number one team is the Green Bay Packers. Number two is the Arizona Cardinals. Number three is the Dallas Cowboys. Number four is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the three wild card teams there are the LA Rams, the New Orleans Saints, and the Carolina Panthers. So if the playoffs were to happen today, Tennessee and Green Bay would get the bye week. The Raiders would play the Chargers. The Ravens would play the Steelers. The Bills would play the Bengals and the AFC. And in the NFC, the Cardinals would play the Panthers, the Cowboys would play the Saints, and the Bucks would play the Rams. So there you go. There's the playoff picture as it's as it's broken down. And um, hopefully, you know, we'll – hopefully a lot changes within the course. And, of course, as we get later on into the year when people start winning divisions and things of that nature and solidifying home field advantage and stuff, then we'll have a better understanding of, like, hmm, who could win what, you know.
1: That being said, though, Chip, let's move on to Week 9. You got the games? Uh, I do, but before we do that, I'll I'll talk about uh, some of the stuff that happened at the trade deadline real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Go ahead. The LA Rams have waived veteran wide receiver Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs traded uh, offensive guard – Laurent Duvernay-Tardif to the Jets for tight end Dan Brown. There, that's a little interesting right. there, um, because I don't, I'm not sure they need another tight end, but no, there, they there is there is that. Um, the 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 Texans Dolphins deal fell through. Deshaun Watson was not traded uh, by the deadline which means he will remain a Houston Texan and more than likely not play football at all this season. Um, so there is that. Uh, right. The Green Bay Packers released linebacker Jalen Smith after only two games. He was only with the team for two games and they released him already. Right. And then um, this is the second time he's been released this season.
0: Because that wasn't Jalen Smith released by the Cowboys also?
1: Correct. Man. Um, the Steelers traded Melvin Ingram to the Chiefs for a 2022 sixth round pick. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I guess they're not sold on Clyde edwards uh No, not at all. So There's
0: one specific one that you haven't talked about uh, yet, and I'm I, waiting
1: for it. Uh, yes. Um, you know the one I'm talking about I, I know uh those those are all the uh the smaller trades um but now we'll talk about the the one big trade that happened and that was the Denver Broncos traded von miller to the Rams for two. Second round, twenty twenty two draft picks. Yeah, that is that's
0: a big deal. I mean, I thought I sent you the picture the other day. Is like when you wake up and you're seven, and, and now you're seven and one. <laughs> um, and this guy's a picture of Von Miller with a big old smile on his face. Yes. Um, now, now, granted, I mean, he he has had some injuries. He has some little tic tac injuries here and there, so he's definitely not the same Von Miller that he was in his prime back at Super Bowl 50 when he led that defense to a championship um against the Carolina Panthers but Von Miller is still a dynamic player and now you got just on that Rams defense you got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller like you got a trifecta now, you know. Um how do you think how do you think it's going to first of all, how do you think it's going to pan out for Von Miller? And secondly, uh, how do you think it's going to pan out overall for the LA Rams?
1: Uh, I, I I think it's it's going to be good for Von Miller. Uh, he'll have yeah, I mean, you know, he's got uh, Donald there, and um, you know, so he's not going to be the sole guy uh, anymore. <clears throat> you know, they 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 were asking a lot of him in Denver, in in my opinion, right. um, But you know, now he'll have. That guy to kind of feed off of. I think both uh, Aaron Donald and Von Miller are going to thrive from this, right? And and they should. Yeah. So uh, I also I think in in the long term, I definitely think it helps the. uh, it, It definitely helps the Rams now. But I also think that it's going to help them in the long term as well. I, I think they they have him, you know, penciled in for a couple of years at least because why would you trade away two high-round draft picks for a guy that you're only going to keep around for this season? Right. Uh, so, you know, I see him being there for a couple of seasons, three or four probably, Uh, unless he retires first, uh, which is, you know, uh, it's a huge possibility. Right. Very big possibility. Um,
0: Although I do think it's going to help out tremendously, especially at the linebacker position, which I mean, they're not, they're not hurting at the linebacker position, but it doesn't help to have a veteran presence like a Von Miller, you know? Exactly. So that being said though, and like what we talked about earlier, the trade deadline did happen, and we are going to see how dynamic how the dynamic of these teams work, especially with new players coming in, and how they're going to gel and mesh with the other, with their teammates and uh, being able to learn a playbook very, very quickly. You know, and you know, very, yeah, some mean, playbooks are very, very, some playbooks are a little yeah. bit more extreme than others. You know, it's it's a, it's it's almost a completely different language in some cases. Correct. Yeah. But anyway, that being said, let's move on to the games for week nine.
1: You got them? I I do. Uh, We'll start off with our Thursday nighter. We got the Jets versus the Colts. I really hope that the game don't suck.
0: And the reason why I say that is because, again, the Jets are not that good of a football team. And the Colts are kind of hit and miss. It just depends on who they play against. But every Thursday night game has been good this year. So, hopefully, they don't disappoint. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm just saying, hopefully, they don't. That being said, though, I think that the Jets beating, which I don't know, man, they, the the only two, the two wins that they have are against good teams, against the Titans and against the Bengals. And the Titans barely beat the Colts this past week. Um, this is one of those games where I kind of really don't know who's going to win. To be honest with you, um, who do you think? Who do you think is going to win? I'll 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 go off of that. Uh, what did I, I, Roger I
1: say I, I, both Roger and I said Indianapolis. Okay. Uh, it, it, it seems like the the Jets. They're they're also an anomaly. You know they they have um, two wins against two really good teams. Uh, that they should never have beat. So uh the Colts are a team that they should probably play really, really close uh which by that logic means that the Colts are gonna blow them out. Uh <laughs> <laughs> right <so.
0: laughs> I don't know from for me like I kinda I kinda wanna see where it goes but in a weird in a weird sick twisted way. I'm thinking maybe, maybe the Jets could pull it off, but at the same time I'm thinking, nah, the Colts, Colts can't let them do that. Like, no, they can't. Um so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna also pull for the uh the Indianapolis Colts as well in this game.
1: Alright. We are in sync so far so far uh, i mean it's only one game but right uh, right this one <laughs> uh next up we'll start our our uh round of sunday games with the browns versus the bengals browns and the bengals now, this game
0: could be interesting cuz i'm kind of you don't really know which which orange team is going to show up right um i do think though that cincinnati's going to want to bounce back from that game and with the way Cleveland's been playing right now, uh, I don't know. I mean, because you're only as good as the last time you played, and the both teams did not do a good job. But at least I can say that even though the Bengals, you know, did get beat by the Jets, they hung in there. The Browns looked a little bit more disheveled than uh, Cincinnati did. Um, golly, you know what? Yeah,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna say that the, the Cincinnati wins this game. All right. Um, I wouldn't say that's out on a limb since both uh Roger and I also p- picked Cincinnati to win this. Okay, game.
0: Okay, yay. Okay, I uh, I, fig- I figured you, I figured you guys would probably lean toward Cleveland, uh, from the standpoint that they could, you know bounce back as well, but hell both teams have the ability to bounce back. Cause both teams are going to have to bounce back in order to, you right.
1: Know. Yeah. Yeah. One, one, one team or the other is going to bounce back. And, and I think it's going to be uh, Cincinnati here. Right. Um, next up, we got the Broncos versus the Cowboys. Uh, I, Dallas is coming off of a win. Uh, with a backup quarterback and they're getting a fresh Dak Prescott back this week. Uh, So I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. Uh, You know, I I, I think after trading away Von Miller, that Broncos defense is, um, they're not going to be, they're not going to be good. So no, no. Um, Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and go with, uh, Cowboys too, uh, and ironically Wait, but, but, enough. But, but, oh, okay, no, no. I was going to say, ironically enough, but uh, for the first time this season, Roger has not picked Denver to win a game. He also is going to go with the Cowboys. Okay, so we're in sync one more time. Yes. Um. All right. <laughs> Next up is uh a, a battle of two terrible teams. Right, uh, the Houston Texans versus the Miami Dolphins. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> y- y- yeah, um, I, I I picked Houston to win this one because of how well they hung in with the Rams uh, this past game, um, and that's that's really the only reason I picked Houston to win this one. Uh, this is one of those that it it could be a coin toss. Uh, the dolphins could definitely come out and win this one. Um, but I'm just going off of, of last week's games. Um, and, and, uh, you know, Houston, Houston hung in there with, with the Rams and the dolphins didn't really hang in there with the bills. That's my only logic. Uh, you know, man. I, fuck it. I'm gonna
0: be a homer for this one. I'm gonna go with. I mean, both teams are in shambles right now. Um, but I'm I'm gonna pull. For, I'm gonna pull for Miami to win this one.
1: All right. Uh, ironically enough, Roger also is pulling for Miami to win this one. Okay. Um. Uh, so next up, we got the Atlanta Falcons versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, after how well the Saints looked, Sands, um, I almost said Jacoby verset Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Sands, Jameis Winston, um, and, and the Falcons are just doing Falcons things, um. I'm going with New Orleans
0: to win this one. Uh. Yeah. I'm going with New Orleans to win too. I mean, there was a part of me that was thinking, well, they don't really have the best, uh, they don't really have the best, uh, quarterback at the helm right now. But, if there's a team, I mean, if there's a team they could beat it, it's definitely the, uh, Falcons, but I, I, I'm, I'm trying to make the case for him. I, I really can't, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm go ahead and go with the um, I'm gonna go with the
1: uh, Saints to win. All right, Rogers also gonna go with the Saints to win this one. Right. Um, next up, we got the Raiders versus the Giants. Uh, <laughs> now, my question before I, I give any kind of picks is which version of the Giants are going to show up? Are, are, are we going to get the version of the Giants that damn near beat the Kansas City Chiefs, or was that an anomaly? Uh, or are we going to get the, the Giants that are getting smoked by everybody else, pretty much? Well, considering that Vegas is coming off of their bye week
0: and they're up against a team that is only, you know, two and six... I got a feeling the Raiders are going to be, like, you know, chomping at the bit to get a hold of, you know, the Giants. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Vegas to win this one. Uh,
1: Yeah, both Roger and I are also going with Vegas to win this one. Um, I I just don't. I, I think that the Giants hanging in with Kansas City was more due to the fact that Kansas City isn't playing good at all. As opposed to the Giants actually being good. Exactly. So. Exactly. uh, Next up, we got the New England Patriots versus the Carolina Panthers. Um, Um, Both teams are 4-4. Both teams are
0: still trying to figure out who they want to be. Carolina, you know, started off strong, lost four straight, picked up a win against the Falcons, Um, the Patriots have been okay. Um, but when it comes to this particular game, I would, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to lean toward the Patriots. I think the Patriots have a better chance to win this game.
1: All right. Uh, both Roger and I are also leaning towards the, the Patriots here. Um, they, they just seem like they're the better team. I know both teams are four and four, um but but they they just seem like the better team right Uh, so uh next up we got the buffalo bills versus the jacksonville jaguars uh i i'm not even gonna try to make a case uh buffalo's gonna win this one buffalo's gonna win this one yeah and roger also has buffalo yeah Yeah. (laughs) you had to tell me that one yeah go ahead All right. Next up, we got the Minnesota Vikings versus the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Ravens are coming off of a bye week as well. Ra- Ravens are coming off of a bye week, uh, so you know there there is that. Uh, the Vikings are are playing pretty well, uh, but but I think the the Ravens are going to look to bounce back from that Bengals uh, defeat.
0: They yeah, got some rest definitely.
1: and they're going to come out and win this game.
0: Oh, it's going to be, I don't know if it's going to be a massacre, but it's definitely going to be a, a pretty solid victory by Baltimore. See, I'm going to go with the Ravens.
1: All right. Roger's also going with the Ravens. <clears throat> All right. Sweet. Next up, we got the LA chargers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Eagles coming off arguably their biggest win. Um, and when i say biggest win i mean point spread wise of right. the season um chargers uh not playing well but the eagles uh got their biggest win against a team that is bad um, horrible so is is that indicative to how good the eagles are or is do they just take the chance to beat up on you know their little brothers or something um, right with that said i'm gonna go with the chargers to win this one well
0: here's the thing about the chargers though is that the chargers laid an egg against baltimore you know and you know i i feel like again justin herbert i mean they played pretty close against uh new england last week um the philadelphia did have that blowout man but it was against the, it was against detroit
1: who freaking cares um yeah but i'm going to go with the chargers to win this one all right roger's also going with the chargers to win this one there we go uh <laughs> it looks like we're literally there's only one game so far that one of us has picked something different and that was <laughs> right the, the houston miami game all right uh, Next up we got the Green Bay Packers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh I,
0: momentum is on the Packers side right now, man. They came off that win against uh Arizona. Um Kansas City barely squeaked by against the Giants. I I'm leaning toward Green Bay to win this one.
1: Yeah, I'm leaning towards Green Bay uh and that yeah, the I mean the Chiefs are coming off, they're they're coming off a win, but it, it was a win they barely had. You know, they they just barely got that. They beat the the Giants by a field goal. Right. Um, whereas the Packers are coming off of a huge win, uh, where where they took down the only undefeated team in the NFL. Yeah, uh, so seventy two Dolphins
0: got to pop that champagne. So
1: yeah, that's the only thing they got going for them. Uh <laughs> hey,
0: I ain't talking about the current team. I mean, every 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 year it's it's I don't know how long it's been a tradition, but every year when the last undefeated team uh loses, uh they toast, they do like a celebration. Yay, we're still the only undefeated team. Yay. Um and then they didn't do it at all in the year 2007 until the
1: Giants won the Super Bowl. So there you go. Right. So. Um So uh Next up we got the um the Arizona Cardinals versus the San Francisco 49ers um I, 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 as well as the 49ers looked I think Arizona is going to come in to make a statement and 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 say you know what that that last game we should have won that that was kind of you know an anomaly and uh here's the team that we really are and they're they're I think they're going to beat the 49ers. You
0: played the video game Angry Birds, right? Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Like they're just going to be just throwing bombs all day long, um, in this game. Um, yeah, man, Arizona—they want they—they they won't be able to take out their revenge on the Packers immediately. I th- I do think that as of right now, if if things keep going the way that they're going, these two teams have a possibility. And I said it last week. This could be a preview of the of the NFC Championship game. Um, I mean, I. I got a feeling they may they may end up meeting in the playoffs again. That being said, though, the Cardinals, they're going to want that sweet revenge. But until they get that revenge on the Packers, if they if they get the opportunity to play the Packers again, they're just going to beat the dog snot out of everybody who gets in their way. San Francisco is a good team. They do have, you know, Debo Samuel, I mean, is going to be their, their, the biggest target for, for them. But, Yeah, man, Arizona, man. Arizona, they're going to come out fighting, and uh, I got to give it to Arizona to win this one.
1: Um, Roger's also going with Arizona to win this one. Uh, Next up is our Sunday night main event. We got the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, we got the Tennessee Titans versus the LA Rams the the Rams are they'll have Von uh Miller for the first time in the lineup uh Titans will be minus Derrick Henry of course so I uh man I just think the Rams are they're going to be uh they're just going to their defense is going to step up and make it easier for their offense to win this game Right,
0: and but see, and also I think the Ravens, I'm sorry, I think the Rams have a better offense than Tennessee does. Um, without Derek Henry, they're comparable, but with Derek Henry, they're comparable. Comparable, but without Derek Henry, unless Tannehill and AJ Brown can step up, and you know, but you know who's you know they're going to put Jalen Ramsey on AJ Brown, so it's going to be a it's going to be a rough day for him, regardless. Um, but yeah, I got to go with the Rams to win this one. Sorry, sorry to all of our Tennessee fans. Uh, but yeah, I gotta go with that later win.
1: Yeah, uh Roger and I are both going with LA to, to win this one as well. So all right. And our Monday night main event, the Chicago Bears versus the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Both teams are um kind of floundering. Both teams really don't know who they want to be just yet. Um but if I had to pinpoint, I, I, I would probably venture a guess and say that the Steelers could ride that wave of momentum that they just beat the Cleveland Browns, and they can add that. And because also, Chicago's coming off a loss as right. well. Um, so there's a chance, though, that the Bears could probably say, you know, we want to get this, and we're going to use this as a revenge game. But I think the Steelers having that momentum You know, it's like you know the irresistible force meeting the immovable object almost. Um, But I'm I'm going to go with Pittsburgh on this one. I think Pittsburgh has a better chance overall to win.
1: Uh, And in Pittsburgh, it's Monday night. Yeah. Yep. I'm also going to go with Pittsburgh to win this one, and Roger is going to go with the Chicago Bears. Now, if you didn't hear us uh, talk about your team. That is because the Washington Football Team, the Tampa Bay Bucs, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Detroit Lions are all on bye this week. Yes,
0: Detroit definitely needs a bye. They definitely need to calm calm down. Uh, you know, Seattle had the victory against um, the uh,
1: who did they play? Can't remember now. Um, uh, week eight, in yeah. Seattle, right? Yeah. Uh, week eight, it was, it
0: was Jaguars. Okay,
1: yeah, yes, it was Jaguars yeah, played the Jaguars. Yeah,
0: so so they can they can rest up and have a good game. Tampa Bay definitely needs to take a week off after having that beat down by New Orleans um, and Washington. You know, they, they ain't no shame in you know uh, losing, to, um, but but yeah, I mean, but I mean they they get the week off as well. Uh, you know, like I said, there ain't no shame in losing to the Broncos. Um, you know, but I mean, it is what it is. Both teams are kind of in that middle ground right now. So that being said though, is there any game in particular that you were looking forward to for week nine? Any? Well, if you give me your top three games of the week.
1: Uh, Okay. So not game of the week, but I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the Texans dolphins game. Yes, uh, of course. I mean, cause that's, you know, I, I, I think it's going to probably be uh, definitely not game of the week uh candidate but i think it's going to probably be a pretty good game against two bad or between two bad uh teams. Right. Um let's see. I want to say that the Cardinals 49ers game is probably going to be pretty good. Right. Um Browns Bengals um ugh. Bear Steelers. I mean, um, m- most of the games this week uh, look very clear cut to who's going to win, right? Um, so,
0: I'll give I'll give you I'll give you three from me. Okay. Um, I think the Patriots and the Panthers game is going to be really really good. I think that, of course, the Texans Dolphins game, even though they're two bad teams, they're gonna, you know, be comparable to each other. So, you know, they they, they should be okay. And you know what? Even without Derrick Henry, I kind of want to see the Titans and Rams just because I want to see what the Titans are gonna do to try to make up for the loss of Derrick Henry. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. so that being said ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to this episode of are you ready for some football if you have any picks that you want to make send it in uh, to us uh, however however you want to do it um, also check out the movement radio fan page on Facebook you can check out, check out all that um, leave your comments and leave your uh, predictions if whatever you guys want to hear let us know uh, before uh, the game and uh, we're looking forward to, to hearing from them uh, hold on Okay, yeah, you already read that about Sean Jackson. Okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got I got a uh, CBS uh, HQ up on my on my TV right now, um, and I'm also checking in on the on the on the live stream um, uh, between the Braves and the Astros right now. So, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Are You Ready for Some Football? Uh, Chip, anything you want to say before we bounce out here
1: tonight? As always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one stop shop for all things movement radio.
0: A couple of quick shout outs shout out to our good buddy Sean Thompson over at Thompson Personal Training. Check him out on uh, Thompson Personal Training on Facebook. All of the prices and everything that you need to know is right there on the website. Um, go check him out, Thompson Personal Training on Facebook. Um, our good friends Jerry and Jennifer over at the Chronic Conversation Podcast. Andrew and Sean over at the Warrior Workout Network. Twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon, our good buddy Ivan Montaignez and his Twitch channel. Um, and as always, guys, thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you guys. Hopefully you, enjo- you guys enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you right back here next week for another
1: edition of Are You Ready for Some Football? Chip, let's hit him with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow
0: us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Click the bell to get notified of our latest videos. And check out movementradio.us.
1: I am Chip Hazard. And I am Talon Williams. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.